Right, it's part three of our uh, week two previews. And um, we have the other parts for anyone listening on podcast after the fact. We have it broken up across four segments. We have the two, uh, two the first, the six o'clock games, I should say, broken into two segments. We're going to concentrate on the later games now on Sunday night, starting with Brian Giants at Cardinals. Um, Giants start the season at zero. They start week two at zero, still yet to score their first points of the new season. But uh, not the worst place to go and do it in Arizona with everything that's going on or not going on there. Two teams that haven't scored a touchdown between them this season. You know, for all the for all the play of Cardinals and putting up a tough fight in, in Washington last weekend, didn't um, didn't pick up an offensive touchdown. They did score a touchdown defensively. Um I think this is one that's just, like we were touching on what's it what's the nice game yet in week two after a bad defeat, but everything that could go wrong for the Giants. And week one, in fact, I'd say last week more went wrong in that game than anything that transpired throughout the course of last season. Um, like Giants lost some tough games last year, and even the blowout defeat to the Eagles in the playoffs, it was very evident that we just weren't at the level. I'm not saying we're at the level of the Cowboys yet, but things spiraled very quickly last weekend, which was a bit of a concern because Ryan Davis has shown when things were against him last year, he quickly found ways to navigate that and get things back on track. Didn't materialize, but he called out a number of times this week that. He didn't seem prepared for it. The off the coaches have to prepare properly miscommunication, timeouts, everything that could go wrong went wrong. You just find it very difficult to see that Brian Damon would have two really bad coaching games and his his both his defense and his offense quarter would have bad coaching games again. And they're going up against with all due respect, Josh with Dobbs. I think the Giants defense like Giants defense last weekend didn't it sounds like they didn't play very well, but they didn't have a difficult game because they did hold Prescott and Jack for Bernard's parts as well. But I think the Giants are in a good position to rebound. I think we get away from last week's game. These things happen. We, and um, it still stings. It stings for every Giants fan this week to get beat by the Cowboys in the manner in which they did. But Ardles are there for a reason. There's a way people think they're tanking. I think the Giants win on Sunday. Yeah, I think so too. If if you are who the Giants are and who we think they are and you have the ambition that they have and you want to build on last season, then you just got, got to go and, and take care of business on this one. Column for you. Uh, Giants heading to the deserts to desert to find themselves. Did they come back having uh, rediscovered what they showed us last year, or does this show up sophomore season blues for Brian Dable? Well, I love Mister O'Leary channeling Phil uh, Belichick. Uh, we're out to we're out to Cleveland. Oh, we're we're out from week one. Um, Connor, I don't know if if you've seen it. I I wonder if uh, Brian O'Leary has a uh, great movie, very underrated, called A Very Long Engagement. Uh, all about um, uh, a woman's kind of search for her fiance uh, who goes missing during the Battle of the Somme. Uh, I have a very long engagement for both of these teams because ultimately uh, the Cardinals are waiting. Uh, you know, we know that it, that they intend to draft a QB in next in next year's draft, and I have made my feelings on uh, Daniel Jones quite clear. Um, but that said, the Giants are, should get the win here. And if they don't, then um, they, they they would be kind of like real questions as to what what went on during the, the offseason. But the Cardinals are, um, they, were, they were feistier than we anticipated. But look, the, the Giants have really nice pieces on, on defense and offensively, they should have enough for uh, to do this. I have to say, unfortunately, I haven't seen a very long engagement yet. You have me there. I've seen every other one that you that you've dropped of the of the the war film metaphors or a war film comparison so far this week. That's the first I don't, thing that's missed for me. 
you say a very long engagement, it's a very long trip because the Giants aren't returning to the East Coast for quite some time because they play in Santa Clara on Thursday night. So uh, they're navigating a the West Coast and staying out there and then moving on to Santa Clara. So that's why they have to win this game because God was saying if they don't win, they go 0-2. Well, they've got, they've got the, the Niners home opener on Thursday night. Let's be fair. We all know that's going to play out. Yeah, that's no fun. As to the Niners, we, we go next. They're on the road. Of course, they're not in Santa Clara this weekend. They're playing the Rams. It's a divisional game. Uh, 49ers came out of the blocks flying last week and put a beat down on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Rams surprised a lot of people. Got a great performance from a rookie wide receiver and Puka Nasua on the way to a victory in week one. Um, I can't see an outcome other than the 49ers winning, Brian, unless you tell me something different. Uh, the Niners have beaten the Rams eight times in a row regular season. There's, there's one exception to that. Obviously, that's that playoff defeat in the championship game a couple of years ago, but Shanahan has had McVay's number for quite some time. The We've, me and Colin, unfortunately, we've been to SoFi, but we've, you know, we, we've seen how f- fantastic the stadium is. It's great to go to. It's a great experience. But ultimately, they don't have any fans. That sounds a bit terrible, but that's the biggest difficulty that the Rams and, and Chargers are dealing with. They can't advise people to come in, you know, hundred, uh, you know, week in, week out. We see time and time again, teams are going in there and the home team are playing with a sliding count. And, and McVay referred to that in terms of last year's games and the previous season. This place is going to be packed out with 49ers fans on, on Sunday. This is like a, a home game before the real home game on Thursday night. And they're even going to wear their red jersey. They've even been allowed to wear their home jersey in this game as opposed to their raw jersey. I can't see anything than a, another comprehensive 49ers win. And if it does happen and they comprehensively win on Wednesday, we're going to find ourselves in similar positions to last year where we're talking about teams definitely going to the Super Bowl. Maybe that doesn't obviously materialise, but this 49ers team are for real. Colin, is it home comfort even though they're on the road for the 49ers or can McVeigh find a way? Well, this is flags of our fathers for me because ultimately both of these are out of the Shanahan tree and that's Mike Shanahan, which is ultimately out of the Bill Walsh tree. Uh, they're, they're cut from the same cloth. Alicia in the comments uh, hinted earlier at the, the feistiness and, and the spiciness that goes on there. Um, you know, they're they're like uh, I suppose uh, stepbrothers uh, in in that they they kind of go go at one one another because they um uh, they they know each other so well. Uh, but the, the, Brian is definitely seen stepbrothers, by the way, whether that was a movie reference or not. <laughs> uh, they the 49ers will have uh, too much. I McVeigh, you know, is probably re-energized in many ways with the youngsters and. Um, you know, his, his ability to, to I suppose, uh, craft them. And Matthew Stafford looked really good last week, but going up against this 49ers team who are still uh, healthy, uh, I, I just think this will be the, the 49ers. But expect maybe some interesting kind of plays from McVeigh. Right, Jets Cowboys up next. Um, I gotta say, I had slightly more trouble calling a winner in this one than I thought I might. I, I know a lot of people are saying absolute slam dunk for the Cowboys. I think th- there's there's a something of a of a cause now uh, with with the Jets. I, I, I like the way Salah has kind of rallied, rallied the troops after what happened on Monday, and not forgetting the fact that they did find a way to win that game. Um, I still don't think they're necessarily coming out of uh, coming out of Dallas or coming out of the Arlington Stadium with the with the win against the Cowboys, but I think they're going to make it a little bit more difficult than a lot of people perhaps might expect uh, based on what happened last week. 
Brian, is that a, a, a foolish idea from me? Um, ultimately, I'm predicting the Cowboys to win, but I think the Jets will make it difficult for them. It's foolish if you think that Zach Wilson has somehow become the answer again, Donna, because let's be fair, this time, uh, middle of last season, Jets have written him off as any potential future opportunity to take this team forward. And like they, they said all the right things this offseason. They're going to keep him around. He's on the rookie contract. Why wouldn't you? He's the backup quarterback. They never in a million years thought he'd be playing again. And he struggled for an hour's part of the game on Monday night when he came in. He had some, one or two nice passes. And obviously, we touched on him Monday. I mean, Garrett Wilson intercepted intercepted his own touchdown because it was like, it was a poor throw. Uh, Zach Wilson, he navigated the victory. He didn't. But for me, in this instance, against the Cowboys defense that we saw on Monday and what they can do against an offensive line that struggles, like, let's not get away from the reason for it as well, that which really didn't get picked up on during the week. Why did the Bills get to Aaron Rodgers twice in the first four snaps? They got to it because that Jets offensive line, they got him right, he called them out. Leading the season was something that was still a concern. I can see this Cowboys team get to Zach Wilson all day long. I think this is going to be a very difficult day for the Jets. Yeah, maybe their defense can slow, slow the Cowboys down and keep them in the game for maybe two and a half, three quarters. But I see the Cowboys pulling away and win this comfortably in the end. Yeah, that's the thing for me, though. I think that Dak and the Cowboys offense have got to deal with that Jets defense as well. They got, sorry, with due respect, no opposition from New York. The other New York team last week, and I think it's going to be a different affair for them. And um, we also know the Cowboys' tendency to be all sizzle and no stake and we'll see whether they can back up that week one wind column uh, for you is it a Cowboys comfortable victory uh, or can the Jets show us anything to slow them down that's uh, bridge too far for the Jets Connor uh, the, Micah Parsons is the best defensive player in the league currently um, Bo- Bosa got the big contract but Parsons just t- takes over games and the Giants found that he impacted every single play when he was on the field. He may not have gotten all the sacks last week, but watch this. Watch the sacks. They all came from the fact the Giants did not know how to handle Parsons. He tried to double-team him. That's no good. He he finds ways to go inside, outside. He bamboozles. He pushes players into one another. He's a wrecking ball. And it, as long as he stays fit, uh, the the Cowboys will, will make life hell for opposing QBs. Zach Wilson is the worst uh, quarterback in the league. And I say that as somebody who had the 29th worst uh, quarterback in the league last year. Uh, Zach Wilson is terrible. And it's a shame because the Jets have an awful lot of talent on that roster. You've pointed out rightly that the defense is really good. Robert Sala does a really good job. But they have got to get somebody else um, in there because it Zach Wilson ain't this. Honor, can I just make a quick point? Sorry. Yeah, of course. We, yeah, sorry. Tell me to jump in. Um, we spoke uh, at large over the offseason around how Mike McCarthy wanted to run this, you know, run this offense. You'd be more run, you know, more effective in terms of the run game. And obviously, he had a big disconnect around how Kelly Moore wanted to play it and be expansive. But this kind of suits them, doesn't it? Right? You, they go into games with a defense that's strong, and Dan Quinn has done such a fantastic job that they can rely on the defense effectively to go win games. And then you just use your your like that was so. There and so obvious on Monday. Once they got into a position in terms of a lead through their defense, it allowed them to do exactly what he wanted to do, which is to run the ball throughout the course of it and keep the drives methodically moving and not get into a situation where you're scoring quickly or intercepting the ball because you're going with a Dak Prescott heavy, you know, pass orientated drive. So I think this defense will take the Cowboys as far as they want to go. It's whether 
in the end, we get to a stage where they have to be a bit more responsive with the offense. And can they do it? They've got the players. So this team are getting hyped up already. It's interesting to see how they come on from this game. But certainly a week, which a few weeks ago, when it looked like a really tough game, it'll be tough, but it might not be as difficult as the first time. Column, if ever there was a team that was well suited for a military analogy, it's got to be the Washington Commanders. But I wonder, are you going to be leaning more in the direction of the Broncos? Is, is Sean Payton like Tom Berenger and Platoon, or have you got something even better cooked up for us? Um, what happens Denver in week two? Uh, for me, this is the imitation game, Connor, because these are two uh, sad uh, imitations of once former great franchises. And the, I think. I talked last week. I said I, I there was pressure on Sean Payton. He put a target on his back. You started off. You got the chance to change the narrative going up against a Raiders uh, team who you hadn't beaten in more than a thousand days. Uh, but ultimately, you scored sixteen points, and uh, your your defense couldn't get any pressure. Um, there was no explosive plays. All that said, um, I think that the Broncos have to win this week because Sean Payton said he was going to be annoyed if the Broncos didn't make the playoffs. I didn't have them making the playoffs. But if they lose this, uh, they are 0-2 having played two home games in September, which is traditionally when the Broncos are strongest at home in September. Um, they they have to win. I have them edging it. Um, but if you are not a fan of either of these teams, I don't think this is going to be a classic. This might be one to avoid. No, I have this one firmly down in the, the YouTube highlights category. I have to be honest, but uh, I, I think like you, it's a, it's a must-win game already for the Broncos. I think they will do it. Uh, Brian, what do you reckon? I think it's a, in a strange way, it's a must-win because week three for them is going into Miami and it's September when the weather will still be quite vibrant and nice in Miami. We see the difficulty which teams have and we go out there. Fangio will obviously have a point to prove defensive coordinator from his time in Denver. And if the, if the, if we, I don't know where to come to, but if the Dolphins prep another game, which we saw on Monday, like, will the Broncos be able to deal with them in week three? So I think the pressure's very much on the Broncos this week. And I think they will win. I mean, I, like, I don't think anybody was overly impressed with Manders and Jesu how they won that game last week. Yeah, I think everybody felt they would be a bit more comprehensive. And... Interesting if Sam Hill gets on in his first road game because his, his two games today to both been at home. So I think the Broncos defense will find a way to slap his commander's team. And I don't think they're expansive enough to go in this game. I think John Payton gets off the side and wins his first game as Broncos head coach. All right, that brings up third and short for us because that's uh, for those of us listening on podcast. That's part three of our week two preview uh, wrapped. You can check out all of the other uh, three parts, including the two. Six o'clock window game previews, the uh, and the late preview, and the Monday and uh, Sunday night games that we're going to wrap up in the fourth part.